Do you sometimes ask yourself, why am I really in this world? Why do I feel so empty, like this void I only get to fix temporarily, but it's always there? I was invaded and hurt, and I don't know how to let it all go. There's so much weight in my heart, how do I let it all out? If any or more of this is you, then I would like to welcome you to my Breath of Hope podcast and assure you that this podcast was created specially for you. My name is Victor Akan and let's get started. Hello, I would like to welcome you to the second episode of my podcast, Breath of Hope. Still very exciting, I mean, still feels very new, but let's get off for today. Uh, So today we want to be talking about life, you know, life, uh, man's need to want to live. And what does that even mean? Well, uh, man has... A hierarchy of needs right and um, what that means is that until man has uh, fully re- realized the experience of one man can never uh, fully get the experience of another right and what is this hierarchy well uh, the hierarchy is simple first of all man wants to survive right you want to survive what does survival entail? survival entails food clothes shelter right so food food clothes and shelter think about it just think about it very briefly you have you have no eating for like two days right as okay let's use the example as a lady you've no eating for like two days and then one guy is coming to tell you i love you <laughs> right it doesn't make sense to you the idea of love doesn't make sense to you why because you have an immediate need which is hunger right you need to feed right you need to feed that's the only way to get in touch with your senses again right so you would realize that your need for food comes first right or imagine that you have nowhere to sleep and it's almost 12 a.m right if you're in lagos you have to go to oshudi on that bridge and somebody is telling you, I love you. It doesn't make any sense to you. Why? Because you don't feel protected. Your risk of going extinct, right, is appearing right before your very eyes, right? The need for survival, right, it, 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 it comes in built, right? It comes in built. It's one of our most basic needs as human beings, right? There's a need for uh, survival. There's a need for, to feel loved and and, and, and a sense of belonging, right? But, you know, before you can fully experience the need to feel loved and a sense of belonging, you must have had, you know, at least to some basic level, you must have had the need for food, clothes, and shelter. Once you are sure that you can feed every day, you are sure that, you know, you have a place to lay your head, you are sure that um, you have food, right? That, I mean, that's feeding every day. You, you have clothes on your body, right? So you don't feel the shame of being naked, right? You can then say, okay, what's this love thing about? 
right you want to feel like you belong somewhere you want to feel like this is a place you can call yours right this which is why a lot of times we go into marriages once that we can have this person that we call ours one that we can belong to this place right we can own this person we can own this thing a place of belonging right where i feel like i belong here right in a world filled with billions of people right but then again these things can only come when the need for survival right um has been met last week i gave an example i gave an example of how if, if um i'm holding your breath for like i'm you i'm holding your breath and you're struggling to breathe you cannot think of any other thing right you cannot you cannot even think of what to eat or 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 whatever right so at at, at the barest level it, it feels like whenever a, 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 a more um necessary need is facing us in the face right something else we would have always wanted wouldn't make sense to us at that particular point in time right and like i said i'm holding your breath although water is important but you don't care about water at that point where you need to breathe right breathing is more important they are both important but you need to breathe more often than you need to drink water right so yeah so in this so in, in the same case as long as you know you need to survive right as long as that's of you you feel some sense of threat right the idea of love and belonging doesn't make sense to you which is why you would realize that mental health for a lot of people cannot understand mental health right i mean no offense right but a lot of people a lot of people who are still trying to survive a lot of people who are, who are still thinking about survival who are thinking about feeding right a lot of mothers uh, who are in the market trying to at least put food on for their children, get them to school and are struggling to do that, cannot even understand the meaning of mental health. They, all they know is survival, right? Because that basic need hasn't been met, right? So the next level doesn't make sense to them, right? And I said, yes, yeah, second level, love and belonging. We want to be in a place where we feel like we belong, where we feel like, you know, this person loves me. It gives me some sense of identity and an identity that can make me, that can build my self-esteem, right? Which is another level, right? And getting that identity that I can now use to have a, a, a good sense of esteem. You know, a lot of people who come from very loving families um, have this good sense of esteem. Now, your need to survive has been met you don't face any immediate threat you feel very loved wherever you are you feel like you belong somewhere right your self-esteem is has been met what's the next thing you look for fulfillment in life you look for fulfillment in life that's where purpose comes into place you're trying to get something to do right that's your next need but a person who is again a person who's thinking of what to eat every day cannot be thinking of purpose in life he's just thinking of how to get by it day right but basically the fact remains that man needs to progress through these f- um, phases in order to feel some sort of self-actualization and in order to feel some sort of self-fulfillment right um, but man must overcome at least to an extent man must overcome one step over another right if man has not fully overcome one step then man will be stuck in that step and we would explore this as you know over the next two three weeks uncover the different layers and see how it applies to you but today guess what today we'll be talking about the very first step which is life itself survival all right and it's very important to note that 
feeding, clothing, and shelter are just expressions in how man, in in man's utmost desire, right? I mean, without food, you die. Without shelter, you most likely be robbed and stabbed and killed, so you die. Without clothes, okay, without clothes, you would most likely suffer shame. Uh, okay, but let's let's assume at the very worst, you don't have anything to cover yourself. Without clothes, you would most likely feel cold, most likely get sick, most likely still die. At the very basics, we we go after these things the clothes the the food the shelter the water because we need to survive that leads to the next point and what's the next point the next point is that man wants to survive man does not want to die man doesn't want to die in fact if man had his way man would live forever i mean think about it you can never really kill yourself by being in control you know the way your body has been programmed you can program your mind to commit suicide but you can never really program your body to kill itself and what that means is that regardless of how you try to kill yourself attempted suicide or you know try imagining it you'd realize that you can only kill yourself by giving up control over over uh the process through which you try to kill yourself so for instance you can't kill yourself by holding your breath uh, but you can kill yourself by drowning in say an ocean right but guess what while you are drowning in the ocean you would realize that in between you begin to fight for your life your body kicks in its defense mechanism systems and you begin to fight for your life right and let's assume for a minute that you were rescued you'd realize that it would take a whole lot of self-drive or whatever you call it to want to kill yourself. You want to jump back into the pool. Why? Because you need to catch your breath. You need to catch your breath, right? So you might not even immediately that day or the next day try to kill yourself again, right? It's going to take a series of um, a series of or, or cycles or whatever you know people go through before they try to attempt suicide again right so it's not like you're going to rush off immediately right assuming you're safe so it it just it just tells something and what does it tell it tells that at the very least even people who are kind of suicidal don't want to die the issue is not you know in them wanting to die or them not wanting life that that's not the case they want life but they need a reason to live so because they have not found a reason to live most times death becomes a necessary option not a preferred option right it becomes the only this becomes the the only way out basically not necessarily the 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 preferred way out right because a lot of times you see a lot of suicide victims say things like um, i'm in pain i have tried everything the mere fact that they've tried everything shows a desire to want to live but the inability to find the how to live or the why to live or 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 something like that a good reason to live is what eventually makes them take the necessary way out or, or at least so they think the necessary way out right so you realize that even among suicide victims they really don't want to die deep down they don't want to so that leads to the next point which is that every human being at the very basic level wants to live right even a man at 80 years old would fight for his life if you probably 
try to kill him right that's because it is inbuilt it is inbuilt in us and it's funny because at the very basic man's need is to survive and not just survive but if man had his way man would survive forever but it is probably one of the most suppressed you know desires that we have and what do i mean by that the way man you know is built to operate man is built to operate by expectations seeing what is achievable and then aligning his expectations based on what is achievable so if a man sees that something is impossible no matter how hard he tries to desire it eventually he's going to have to suppress that desire to look for the next most achievable thing and in this case what is achievable the the achievable thing is to probably live forever i mean think about it you you listen to songs like forever young i want to live for or be forever young right do you really want to be forever live forever or something like that right and songs like that kind of appeal to our hearts because deep down we really don't want to get old not necessarily because old age is bad or whatsoever but old age is a constant reminder that we are going to die someday and to be honest nobody wants to die right but it's a realization that we have been forced to accept but deep down our greatest desire has been suppressed so much that you know we see we see so much as an impossibility right so 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 we have kind of analyzed the what we want and we see that what we want is basically impossible so so we are looking at at what the expected lifespan is what is it that people have gone through what is the maximum that we've seen people reach okay we've seen people reach 90 we've seen people reach 80 right and we tell ourselves that okay let me see if i can get to this age now that's the first part let me see if i can get to this age that's the first 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 side of the equation right but then of course a, a couple of people might say okay i don't want to get to this age and the reason why they are saying they don't want to get to this age is because of the downsides to getting to that age but trust me if they could be, still be as strong and as healthy and as beautiful as, and whatever you know while they get to that age they will still most likely pick that age so all things being equal we want to live for as long as possible if possible now the second side to the equation the first side is that um like i said earlier people have have analyzed and said okay we can say that maybe 80 90 is the is, is is a very good age based on the capacity of what our bodies can handle now the second thing is that people are saying that subconsciously that is even at 80 or 90 i will still die eventually so what's the point i really don't want to die right but i know that i have to go someday but because there is this need for me to feel immortal there's this need for me to have this immortality then why don't i create a system or a structure that lives on after me that's what we call a legacy right now people can have different reasons for wanting to do a list have a legacy people can have more than one reason for wanting to have a legacy but i'm speaking to the fact that you know subconsciously now because nobody really does it consciously anyway but subconsciously you you want to leave something that speaks on after yourself right you want to leave you want or you know you're living but you want to leave behind something that will make people remember you 
right? So first side of the equation, we want to live as long as possible. Second side of the equation, we want to make sure that in living as long as possible, during that time period, we're able to make an impact that makes us stand out, right? And so subconsciously, we, we, we have seen that we want to live forever, but it isn't possible. So what is the alternative way out? That's the way the human mind works. And then we have created this system or this structure and we want to ride by it, right? Now, that's that's okay. That's completely okay, right? That's completely okay. You see things, you see these things being expressed in the, 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 the kind of things that we want to do. So, for instance, now, let's just make a simple assumption. Let's assume that you're poor, you're, you're really poor and you're incapable of doing much, right? What is the way you would want to try to extend your legacy? Children. If you're in Africa, most likely sons, right? You're in Africa, maybe you're not too exposed, most, most, most likely sons. Why? Because sons are kind of continue the family name you don't want your name to be forgotten right so that's why you want a son because in having a son you would you would say extend your name that way your, your name cannot be for, will not be forgotten or at least so you think right and you know the fact that something is there doesn't mean that people necessarily remember it or pay attention to it but that's that's by the way right okay so you want to have a son right or you want to have children that 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 carry on your name after you're dead but let's say you're not poor let's say you're a very rich man right you're a very rich man what what are you going to look at what will you tilt towards you most likely tilt towards building a company or an organization that does something impactful right and then have your children manage it so that that way you get to continue your legacy in reproduction and you'd also get to continue you know, your legacy by having an organization. That way, the family name is being promoted. Think about it like, see, Game of Thrones, the Lannisters, right? Um, there's, um, I think, Tywin Lannister. Tywin Lannister, yeah. The man was always so obsessed about, you know, maintaining the family name, leaving an impact behind because it's what people would remember. Right, so in your own case, you have a company, you have trained and managed it, you're trying to do something impactful so that people will always remember your family, people will always speak, you know, about you, what you did, what you know, what your family is all about. That way you think that okay, your legacy would 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 live on after your legacy would be immortal, so to speak, because nobody ever really wants their legacy to die off, right? Or probably you're a very intelligent person now. What probably you're a scientist, you think of say an invention, and probably your motivation behind that invention is that people would always remember that you know you did this, you did that, right? Or probably you like to fight for justice, then guess what? You go for activism, right? So you see, there are many more ways, of course. You see that we look to get legacy in different and diverse ways. We look to pursue, you know, legacy in different and diverse ways, but eventually, it's all trying to come from the same heartfelt issue, and what's that? The need for immortality, the need to want to live forever, right? And we see that okay, if I can't live forever, then maybe a part of me, a part of my sweat, can get to live forever, right? But the issue now is this: the the idea behind legacy. In terms of immortality 
is kind of tricky and the reason for that is because well number one people cannot remember everybody think about it billions of people have lived in this world billions of people before us think about the fact that we are 8 billion what that means is that in the next 60 70 years at least more than 70 percent of us will be dead in the next 80 to 90 years probably 90 percent of us will be dead okay let's say 120 let me be generous all of us will be dead and we have population is increasing we would have another say set of say let's say 10 billion people and then another 120 years they are dead and you know it just it just keeps going right so that leads me to say how many people have died in the past billions hundreds of billions i don't know right but definitely billions right how many of them do we really remember let's assume that they had our mindset for legacy right how many of them created companies how many of them are still standing right Think about the scientists and their inventions. How many do we remember? You know, I mean, it's 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 okay to want to leave an impact. I'm I'm not saying don't strive to leave an impact. Please don't get me wrong. I'm 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 referring to you know the motive behind why we do what we do because motives are just as important as um as just are, are just as important as you know even what we do, right? Because the end don't always justify the means. Actually, um, you know. The means are, what I'm trying to say is that the means are just as important as the ends, right? The means are just as, as important as the ends, right? My point is that you can't think about it, the 1800s. How many people can can you really remember based on history? Let's say you're a history student. Let's assume you're a history student. Do your mathematics. How many of them do you really remember? Then counts. How many of them really existed in the 1800s? How many human beings existed in the 1800s? Do your mathematics again if you're a history student. How many people lived in the 1900s? right then i would say how many people can you really count that you you know of heart right then do your proportion is it up to 0.1 percent i highly doubt it's up to 0.1 percent but if 0.1 percent then let's just be generous and give 0.1 percent right that leads me to the fact that we, we really don't remember people in the 99.9% category, right? All we remember is the 0.1 and 0.1 is really me being generous because there are billions of people. And if, let's say, if, let me just, let's, let's just assume that 1 billion people lived in the 1900s of which we all know that more than 1 billion people lived in the 1900s. 0.1% of 1 billion would be, would be 1 million. Yeah, 1 million. I hope I'm right. Oh, my mathematics is not feeling me okay 10 percent of a billion is um 100 million one percent is 10 million okay yeah so i'm right so yeah one million i i i i, I doubt the best history student can count up to one million people in the past i, I highly doubt it if you can right I would, I would i would highly respect you for it but yes that's that's the point so less than 0.1 percent right and you would realize that 99.9% of of these people are really not remembered and that leads me to say that if our way out of immortality is leaving a legacy it's okay to leave a legacy but i think the motive should be just wanting to do good to humanity right but i'm speaking in respect to you know the need for to cure to cure our need for immortality if 
99% of people have already filled, more than 99% actually, then it means that it's actually a fool's chase. Because what that means is that at more than 99% of us, 99.9% of us will eventually fill in this quest. I mean, what's the probability that you'll be among the 0.1%, right? But let's, let's, let's imagine that we all pass. Let's, live, let's imagine that we live in an ideal world and we all pass and everyone is being remembered the thing with with that mindset is this when you look at the stars when you look at the stars you would realize that the less the number of the stars the the more you're able to remember let's paint this picture for a minute let's imagine that the stars have different shapes right and so you remember each star with a different shape i'm sorry for i know it's a funny analogy right but let's imagine that each star has a different shape just so they are distinct enough for you to recognize them and then you have millions of stars in the skies yes the sky will be really beautiful i think it will be beautiful but you realize that you 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 you, you are confused anytime you look at them so in order for you to remember the stars according to their relevance right or whatever outlook you'd realize that you need them to be fewer to keep them in memory so that will tell you that the significance in remembering things comes in their numbers right so even if all of us eventually had a legacy and everyone remembered all of us my point is remembering everyone equals remembering no one that's just my point right for you to be able to for people to be able to remember you then they must forget other people because the brain can only focus at at few things at, at the same time or over a period of time right the i mean think about it we have millions of words or hundreds of thousands of words in the English vocabulary, but we use at least 500 words, at least, I think, 70 to 80% of the time, right? You use, you use consistently the same 500 words around 70 to 80% of the time. The, the human mind can only focus on the same set of things at, at a stretch given period of time, right? So the idea behind legacy means that we are all doomed to fail at least most of us are doomed to fail at, at the end of the day let's imagine that your legacy is your company do you know that after 10 years around 65.5 percent of companies eventually fail so that means that if after 10 years more than half of companies fail well more than half two-thirds of companies fail that means that over the long run the 35 percent some will still fail right so how how long will it take before eventually your own company dies off and then people stop talking about it and then your work is being is is is, is still gone eventually right you realize that what almost whatever you do the idea of legacy immortality doesn't really answer because number one it's very slim the chances of it dying off is 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 very high eventually right so so eventually we need something more we need something we need something that answers our need for immortality right for us to eventually live forever right the children you give birth to but i mean i don't remember my great grandfather's name i don't even know who he is and honestly frankly speaking i don't even care right so eventually eventually every attempt that we have that we try to make towards immortality towards the need to 
live forever you know the way we have rechanneled the fact that okay we can't live forever so what do we do let us create a legacy everything everything we attempt to do we eventually fail miserably right so that means that we have to go back to the root source right how can we attempt to want to be immortal how can we attempt to want to live forever either through us or through our works and you know in a way that is relevant and it's worth it and it makes us feel like okay we are good enough you know that kind of feeling right i'll be talking about this right over the next couple of weeks right the uh, reason why i'll be giving an answer to this over the next couple of this is because i'm trying to give a defense for each of man's needs right and why we are approaching it the wrong way um i've spoke about life today living forever um next week i was speaking about identity and the week after i was speaking about purpose and then i will just address you know what i think is the appropriate solution um over the next couple of weeks right so keep it in mind that next week i'll be back again to talk about identity right thank you so much for exploring this topic with me this week uh we'll see i'll see you next week Bye. I hope you had an amazing time in this episode. Next week's episode promises to be another exciting event. My contact details are in the description of the podcast profile, just in case you need to reach out to me for any assistance whatsoever. See you next week.